Or does it just come knocking at your door? He's a young singer from Memphis, Tennessee. Give him a warm hayride welcome. Mr. Elvis Presley. In that moment, I watched that skinny boy transform into a superhero. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, trying something new. Um, so every week we're going to do a, a general discussion episode and then a review episode where we review things and maybe bring on some people that are relevant to such a thing. Uh, podcast debut of Sam Lamb. Sam Lamb is finally here. Hello, Sam Lamb. Hello, podcast world. Today we're going to talk about, uh, actually, uh, both of our favorite movies of the year actually at least i think it's nope is my favorite but we'll get to nope later um but your favorite indisputable is elvis yes and uh you want to tell us why because everybody's given it like about three stars and everyone's like this movie is a super long trailer (laughs) and uh i don't disagree with that but i think i liked it a lot more than that um i mean listen it, it's it's a long one. Um, it doesn't. It did not feel long to me. It, it didn't really to me either. And like uh, honestly, like <laughs> I watched Bullet Train the other day, and that felt like <laughs> an hour longer than this movie. <laughs> so <laughs> maybe that's because that content was more grating than what this was. Mm-hmm. But this, it's it's like it's like two forty. It's it's up there, but it's mm-hmm. not. It like I, I guess the reason that people feel that way is because like the whole movie is just like so energetic and in your face and like yeah. doesn't let up at all for that yeah. entire two and a half hours. Uh, so it is kind of exhausting. But I mean, my mom could sit through it and she falls asleep at like comedy shows for <laughs> like she goes to com. Her and my dad go to comedy shows all the time and she's like falling asleep during those, but she stayed awake during Elvis. So. That says something, I think. Say something. But I guess, I mean, I mean, listen. So Baz Luhrmann did this, and you can tell. If you know his movies, you can tell. Um, and it's funny, because I think that... I mean, this movie seems like, like Baz Luhrmann's Elvis. This seems like a, one of those movies that, like didn't get made that you hear about like like oh that would have been cool that would have been interesting but yeah. it, like it doesn't ever get made um and it's funny we were talking before the podcast about like movies that um you don't want to admit that you haven't seen um i was looking back at his filmography <laughs> i'm pretty sure the only one i've watched all the way through is romeo plus juliet <laughs> which yeah. i like that movie that movie's pretty mm-hmm. fun yeah um, I, I mean, seen Moulin Rouge, that's good too. I like that better than Romeo and Juliet, but really, yeah. Oh wait, Gra- Great Gatsby. Yeah, I haven't seen that all, all the way through either. Hey, what the fuck? I know that that movie's not that old. It's only nine years old. No. It's not as old as I thought. Yeah. Um, but Moulin Rouge, like a lot of people love that. I mean, that's mm-hmm. kind of a love it or hate it one. Yeah. Um. I mean, I read Great Gatsby in high school. Okay, was it Paz Lerman's Great Gatsby? It it wasn't, but I mean, it was like, you know, it's it's just the same thing. (laughs) It's the same experience. (laughs) 
Um, it's just I, I just I just I get I think I get the guy's shtick. So like, I, I think it makes sense to me. Like, oh yeah, it's Bezler, man. He he puts pop songs in it and shit, and it's it's weird, but like we just go with it because that's what he does. Yeah. Um, but I gotta say, Austin Butler is um, it's like I think he's doing such a good impression that it just becomes a good performance anyway. Like he like you can if you watch it in snippets, you could definitely see it as like an impression, but it's really he really just kills it, I think. I think yeah. he really got to the emotion of it, honestly. Yeah. I mean like really I think just like I guess I didn't know Elvis as well before the movie and that so I didn't really know whether or not it was he was really doing well, but like the fact that Priscilla Presley and Lisa Marie Presley, like his, you know, ex-wife and his daughter, like they were so, like they thought he did per- like a perfect job. That's like, I trust them. <laughs> I praise actually. I didn't even know that. Oh yeah. No. And I didn't know a lot about Elvis to begin with, you know, so I think this movie does a good job of like helping you understand because it's so like the spectacle is so like aggressive. Like it's like you can watch the old footage of some of this stuff and I, and some of it's still powerful to this day, but like you can get it and appreciate it. But like this movie is like, no, like (laughs) this is what it was like. And, you know, going in, I, cause I didn't see this until like a month or two after it was out. So I guess I was more prepared for whatever the hell Tom Hanks is doing in this movie. And as his manager, Tom Parker, uh, I, I, I didn't hate it. I just kind of went with it. I was just like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's like Tim Hanks as the penguin, I guess. Like that's kind of what he's doing, but it, it did, kinda... did I say what? Did you say Tim Hanks? Did I say Tim Hanks? I think his character's name is, is is Tom, so I think that messed me up. Like, oh, I don't want to accidentally say the character's name. Yeah. Tim Hanks. <laughs> Maybe I'm thinking of Tim Allen. Maybe that would have been oh, no. that would have been more interesting. Uh, no, Tom Hanks is he's he's doing he's I don't know. He's doing something. And he he's got big prosthetics on, and he's talking in like a Dutch Southern draw thing. That's that's it's fun to watch. I mean, I was entertained by him. I mean, the real guy was fucking weird too. Like he was weird. I think they're both. I mean, him and Austin Butler, they're both kind of doing a caricature just because that's like Bosleman's going to play everything up. So so are you know the performances and. I don't know. I thought, yeah, he's like acting strange, but I just, yeah, it kind of just, I thought it fit. Like it was fine. Yeah, me too. It didn't take me out of it like at all. I mean, the whole movie is bizarre. So that's kind of like the point, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I get it, but also I just enjoyed it for what it was. And uh, biopics are so, they can be so dime a dozen. And, you know, like if you want to do something different, like go for it because mm-hmm. they can feel very samey and this is a little you know again it's aggressive but like I'm i just, enjoyed it 
yeah, I'm like, why, why can't anything be fun? Like, honestly, I can like barely even think of this movie critically because I'm like, <laughs> it's so like, just so fun. Like, and I love Elvis. I love his music. Like I love the whole, the whole thing is just right up my alley. I'm like, we just need to, like, what is harming? Like, it's just so fun. Like, can't things be a little flashy and exciting and tacky? Like, not enough things are anymore. Like, everything's minimal now. Everything's, like, the gaudiness is being taken away from everything. So I just need this. Like, I don't know. Maybe that's just me. No, I get it. I think people just, like... <sighs> you gotta, like, look... Approach... Yeah, people. Well, people are boring and dumb, first of all. But second of all, uh, my more mature answer to that is, like, I think people just... Are, they need to, like, approach everything as its own thing, like whatever this is going for, judge it on that. And don't try to like be critical in the same way about every thing that's ever made. Like, I don't, I don't think that's the way to do it. This is supposed to be flashy and tacky. Like that is, that's clearly the point. And if you don't like that, that's fine. But like, I would encourage you to, I would encourage you to just enjoy it. Um, and that's not even like an anti-criticism thing. It's just like, again, you're a lot, everyone's entitled to their opinions. I can't, but I think people are just uh, being a yeah, little. People just have bad ones. <laughs> yeah, they just have bad taste. It's okay. It's okay. We all know if this. If you have mine, then I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this, and this movie, like, I mean, it's it's funny because it's 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 you know pushing three hours, but it, it moves. It moves. It you know, it's not gonna slow down. You know, it'll jump a few years at a time and and, and I when mean it com- we skip through the whole decade of the sixties in a montage. So Yeah, basically. Which was kinda of jarring, but I was like, you can't you don't need to tell a whole person's life in one No, he like, was that yeah. That was just like his movie. He was in the movies and there's not too much to say about that, but yeah. yeah. Especially if it's, you know, but if there's nothing to say based on, like, what they're trying to go for in this certain mm-hmm. script they're doing, then yeah, don't bother. Um, they definitely, like, address his appropriation of black culture, but they don't really, like, they don't dwell on it, really. They just kind of, like, yeah, that, like, they're just matter of fact about it. Like, yeah, that, that happened, you know, he did yeah, it. I feel a certain way about that. I... First of all, he is one of the only rock stars to ever acknowledge that that's what rock music was founded on. Um, in that comeback special, he says, like in real life, he said, like, rock music is rhythm and blues, it's soul, it's funk, like yeah. it's from, you know, down south. Like he's, honestly, he was one of the only per- people to even acknowledge it that far. And I genuinely think he just did it. I I know that he should have given a little bit more credit to those artists, but he, I think he genuinely just had like a love for it. And like, you know, that's where he grew up, was poor in Memphis. And I don't think he like, I don't know. I guess I'm not even talking about the movie anymore. I'm talking about the real well, Memphis, but... no, well yeah, but that, that's, that's the way the movie plays it. So right. like, yeah, so you're not wrong. Yeah. 
the movie does play it that way. You know, it's it's just mm-hmm. it, it acknowledges it, but it's more like you know that's just like what he loved yeah. and uh, plays it that way. And, and I don't think that's I don't think that's inaccurate. I think that's actually probably pretty truthful. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's different. Yeah, people have different like takes on that, but I, I haven't heard anybody complain about that. You know, right. in regards to this particular movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and of course, like I feel like the the movie, like once it gets to the seventies, like it, you you feel cooped up in vegas the same way that he does like like man there's like at least like five different like sweeping wide shots of the hotel like yeah like five times yeah and i'm like damn we're still here uh but that that there's scenes there that really like that really you know got to me uh emotionally like when he loses it on stage, I was like, I felt I was so awkward. I was like, oh shit, oh shit, he's calling, he's calling Oswald out over here. He's like, he's telling him, he's telling him how it is. Yeah, weirdly you know. enough, like in, I mean, Priscilla really didn't have that much like resentment towards, uh, resentment towards like Colonel Tom Parker, even though the entire movie is like framing it like yeah he basically killed him and like priscilla said oh he was a he was really a nice man like yeah he made some poor management choices but which is just so interesting then that they took that like angle but i guess maybe elvis felt differently about him than priscilla did and he obviously knew him better but yeah yeah like the movie is framed from his perspective really yeah but also paints him as the villain too yeah like clearly i think so. he was he was the villain like it seems like he really just yeah. fucked with elvis's life but yeah i mean i don't know i wasn't there i guess <laughs> that's kind of the thing is that you're kind of just hearing this all from secondary sources i mean priscilla is kind of a primary source sort of anyway, so like yeah yeah that's interesting that she doesn't feel that way mm-hmm yeah, but it, it, it's it's entertaining, especially if you like if you like Elvis a lot, you'll enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And even even if you're not an Elvis expert, it'll definitely paint a picture for you, like it did for me. Mm-hmm. Um, like I, I get why he was a big deal, you know. Like I I always understood, but like this movie helped a lot. And I've heard some people say like this movie doesn't really focus on the male Elvis fans like at all it really yeah. just it kind of paints him as uh <laughs> the way that people treat Harry Styles now <laughs> like just as this like sex god um, he kind of was though yeah not that he wasn't you know yeah. um but it's just it just it's so funny that first scene when he first belts out at the uh where was he at at um it's like the Hayride show. Yeah, yeah, the Hayride show. Like yeah. that scene cracked me up because like yeah. none of these girls could keep it together, and I was like, <laughs> "That's just such a funny way to do it." Yeah. Um. Yeah. So the movie's good. Um. Who else? Who else was in it? Like actor wise, that like we would know. <laughs> like I feel like oh. this is definitely the Austin Tom. Oh, show. um. 
Dacker Montgomery or whatever his oh, name is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When he yeah. popped up, I was like, oh, <laughs> interesting. Wait. Oh, yeah. from uh, Power of the Dog. I can't remember what his name is. He was in there. Oh. At the beginning. He was the one who's like, he's white. What? <laughs> <laughs> most iconic scene. <laughs> yeah. That, that when Daker, I think it's Daker, Dacker, Daiquiri. I don't know. <laughs> Billy from Stranger mm-hmm. Things. Uh, he's in it for like 15 minutes, and I was like, "Oh, yeah." He, he acts. That's cool. Good for him. Yeah. He's got to get a paycheck somewhere. The movie never felt super long to me. Like, I mean, this is coming from. Like, I like long movies when I'm in the mood for them, obviously. Um, one of my favorite movies is Four Hours, so, like, I, you know, I'm not going to complain. It's just, it's, I think it's really just about pacing. Like, like I said earlier, like, Bullet Train is, like, a two-hour movie, and it feels like three, <laughs> just because it's, like, it's very much, like, a John Wick Deadpool thing, and it's, mm-hmm. like, it's that kind of humor, and it's, like, some of it's funny, some of it's not, and it's, like, okay, let's get it moving but this is just like i don't know why i'm comparing this to bullet train <laughs> like i think it's just because you saw them close together you saw them yeah close. yeah i see but i've seen a lot of movies lately I, th- I think it's literally just because bullet train felt long to me so i feel like that's why it's worth bringing up but mm-hmm. and this one didn't really um but yeah I-, I think it's really good and by the time that this episode comes out um it should be streaming on hbo max right now so you're welcome for good timing. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's amazing. Shook me to my core. Um, we, it's your life. It honestly did because it led me to get a tattoo that I'm going to have for the rest of my life. So, yeah, it did. That was something. <laughs> um, when Scout and I went to see it, um, there was this group of older women who all had matching Elvis t-shirts on. <laughs> And I, like, I texted her. I was in line to get popcorn, and she was already in the theater, and I texted her. I'm like, there's a group of ladies out here with matching shirts on. They were old. They were pretty, like, older ladies. And Scout said, this is still so funny to me, because we had heard that it's so, like, over the top. It's so in your face. Scout said, oh, they're about to get their coochies blown off. (laughs) (laughs) I still think about that when I think about how, like, insane this movie is. Like, that's yeah. what it feels like. I, yeah. I feel like I feel like I'm about to explode. Yeah. In like the best way. Yeah, yeah, in a good way. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it's I think it's a lot of fun. If you're in the mood for that, like you're gonna have a good time. Yeah. So yeah, I think that covers it. Uh <laughs> sponsored by Warner Brothers, Elvis streaming now on HBO Max. Please subscribe. Uh before uh the best streaming service dissolves into uh, a Discovery-owned reality TV piece of crap. So have fun with it while you can. We are the same, you and I. We are two odd, lonely children reaching for eternity. The greatest show on Earth. Did you know that the very first assembly of photographs to create a motion picture was a two-second clip of a black man on a horse? And that man is my 
great-great-grandfather. Great. There's another great-grandfather. But that's why back at the Haywood Ranch, as the only black-owned horse trainers in Hollywood, we like to say since the moment pitches could move, we had skin in the game. All right. So now we've added a plus one. Bobby is here to talk about Nope with us. Hello, Bobby. Hello. Welcome. So, Nope, I think, like I said earlier, I think Nope is my favorite of the year so far. Um, maybe pending some other movies or like a few rewatches of some earlier movies. Um, we'll talk about everything everywhere at some point. Um, I think it's just like, it's, it's, it's okay. first of all, it's Jordan Peele's third movie. He makes, he makes some dope movies. Um, and I think what Jordan Peele really gets right is they're like big summer movies, but they're, they're just like intellectual enough to like be interesting, but not so hard to grasp. Not so like esoteric that it's like you can't understand what's happening you can just kind of enjoy it you know i think it gives you just enough where the people who actually get it get it and the people who are trying to get it don't get it and they really don't get it like logan paul did he say did he say something yeah he had like a super negative review of the movie and he like totally just did not understand what the point of the thing was right i forgot yeah he has like a he has like a a twitter thread of like his review of Nope, I'm gonna it's, look. it's like really bad. Hold on, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. We need to find that and talk about it. So yeah, I think um, this is a movie that's like you can just watch it and it's purely entertaining. Um, but the themes of it are are, are there. You know, there, there's definitely um, things to chew on about it. I don't think there's really like one idea that this movie wrestles with it kind of is wrestling with all kinds of different things about like exploitation of animals and people and you know being obsessed with um you know kind of the chasing after or uh i've heard this word way too many times uh talking about this movie but it's spectacle it's all about spectacle but like that is that is the point that is the point of the movie um and the the fact that like when you look well I can again try not to get into spoilers right away, I'm trying to delineate a spoiler section. But um, the title of the movie um, has all these meanings too. I mean, I I, I really liked that. Um, my initial thought going in was that it stood for no not of planet Earth, which that was your initial thought you thought of that first because that took me a that took me a second. <laughs> well, I mean, not not first, but like when I started realizing it was about, it could be aliens. something more. Yeah, yeah. Um, even on that level, I think it's a very unique take on a UFO story. Um, oh yeah, definitely not what I expected. Yeah, which I love in in a great way. Yeah, very happy it wasn't what I expected. Yeah, and I think it um, it was a lot of fun to see. Uh, Kiki Palmer back. Uh, she was so much fun in this movie. Um, she carried. Oh yeah. Uh, but also Daniel Kaluuya and Logan Paul also said this about him 
that his character is to is is super vanilla. He has yeah. none of his charisma. And I'm like, I, I don't really agree. I think it's more that he's just like a normal, quiet, awkwardish guy who, you know, doesn't show a lot of emotion by 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 choice. Like I think that's just kind of who he is. And I, you can see that in his performance, I think. I think it's just And in yeah. what movie was he not doing that? Like in what movie did yeah. he have so much charisma and was so outgoing? Like that's not really what he His is, style. Yeah, that's yeah. not what he does as an actor. So Yeah, I, I I don't yeah, I think I think that's his way of like trying not to like sound like he's being mean to Daniel Kaluuya, I guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah. like he's yeah. normally such a great guy. But I hated him in this movie, and it's like, um, no, that's just that, that's kind of what his what he brings to it, you know. That's, yeah. that's the type of actor he is. You can't have two characters who are both trying to like steal the show. Like Kiki Palmer is, you know, they're they're like foils. Like you can't have it would be too much if he's also like this. Like this movie has, um, you know, some flashbacks that are like thematically relevant but aren't necessarily related plot wise like at all which i get is weird for some people um but to me that whole scene is like one of the best parts of the whole movie so oh 100% even when i'm watching it and i haven't like pieced together how it connects yet i'm still like thrilled in that scene because it's just so like it's very brutal and very. You can't keep your eyes away from it. You can't. Yeah. You which, know, which which might be the point. Which is exactly the point. Yes. <laughs> but it's not to say like it's the most complicated, you know, movie ever. It's not really like. It's not super vague about what it's saying either. You can definitely watch it and not get all of the themes at first, and then watch it again and be like, uh oh, uh, okay, and then you like, everything just kind of starts to click in place. Yeah. I will say that I think Get Out and Us are simpler movies. Um, I'd agree, I th- yeah. Yeah. Especially Us. Yeah. And Us was was actually my least favorite of his. Um, Me too. I haven't seen it since it came out. I'll um, be honest, I haven't seen Get Out. So. Oh, uh, okay. You haven't seen Get Out? I have not. I really liked Us, though, to be fair. Yeah. Get Out is a lot of fun. Um, yeah, I've been meaning to watch it, so I'll probably watch it here soon. That's one where, you know, um, I guess that's that's what I love about his movies, because you can see like when they start out, you can see them as kind of a straightforward metaphor. But he always will throw in something like completely out of left field, like, oh, all right, right. right. I can get out once they like like the first two thirds, like you you get you get what the message is, but you don't really know like what's going on. Plot-wise, and once that's revealed, it kind of unravels it a bit more, and you're like, "Oh, you're really saying this?" Okay. Um, okay, gotcha. I feel like Us was kind of. I think I think the plot-related twist in that movie didn't work for me because I saw it coming a mile away. Um, sure. Yeah. So maybe that's why that didn't, and I, and I don't think it played with the scares enough. I don't know. Something about us didn't quite work for me. Um, but Nope, I think, was just so entertaining and um, 
I loved the characters. I loved the set pieces. And even the ending, the ending is like a total left field. Um, it's not, it, it definitely pivots away from horror, but like, it was just really beautiful to watch, you know, even though it's still tense. There's still a lot of tension there at the end. Um, yeah. But the way it all wraps up and the way it goes is not the way that a lot of these movies tend to go. So I just thought it was fresh and fun and exciting and had things to chew on. That's what I think that's just why I liked it so much. And maybe once I go back and revisit some things, um, my rankings will change. But for right now, that was like the most fun and satisfying time I had at the movies this year so far. I think I'm excited to to see it again. Uh, maybe chew on those things a bit more. And uh, but what did you guys think about it? I'm talking about me and my opinions. What about you? And it's just like I don't know. Just really, I just really like the aesthetic of it. I guess I think about that a lot. You know, I like production design stuff, and I don't know. It just all looks really nice. Um, you know, everyone's talking about like the um, you know, it wasn't actually nighttime. Is like they filmed during the day, which is kind of crazy. And I wish I didn't know that before, because then I was like staring at it, just like thinking about the day. Yeah, all the night scenes. I think all the night scenes were filmed during the day. So I was just like thinking about that. Did did they just like turn the lighting down or what? Mm -hmm. So so from what? Because see, I didn't know that before. But from what I heard before was that they were filmed at night. But they used a special, you know, type of lens or new camera to make the shots, you know, look really good. Mm. And it was pretty innovative in that way. But now I'm hearing that, no, it was night for day, which is like, or day for night, which is like, that makes more sense. But it's still impressive, though. It's like, whoa. Yeah. Like, how'd they do that? Right. That seems very complicated, but maybe it's not. I don't know. Yeah. Because... um. Those scenes look really good, and there's there's a lot of like um, tense moments, and I guess we'll get into spoilers now. Um, I um yeah, so I think my big thing, one thing I loved, well for one is I love that the uh, show took place in 1998 because that's the year I was born, and now we're referencing stuff from back then, so that's cool. Um, was that the exact year? I forgot about that. Yep, in 1998. <laughs> um, yeah. I liked that. I let I love the scene where they're yelling at each other across the field. That's the funniest shit I've seen all year. Yeah. yeah. And I love that he just lets it ride. Like I saw <laughs> like four minutes of that and I'm like, oh my god, this is great. Yeah, I love stuff like that. Um, um thematically I thought honestly, like all of the stuff at the beginning with the Gordy stuff made a lot more sense once the ending came around. Mm-hmm. And I kind of connected that even like the scene with him in the, uh, in the studio with the people and they're like not treating the horse ride. And he's like, Hey, yep. don't, don't spook it. Like, mm. interesting. And um, they're all awkward about him being named OJ. And it's like, um, <laughs> Oh my God, that's true. He still like injects, um, his political commentary into these, like on race specifically, but like it's, it's now, in his next couple movies after get out, it's becoming like a part of another larger message, I guess, you know, it's like, it's still definitely ingrained in what he's saying. Um, yeah, but there's, 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 there's more to it, I guess, in some of these in, in us and, and Nope specifically. Um, yeah, I appreciated the, you know, the bits of like 
you know, the first uh, picture being a black guy riding a horse. Like, I think that's cool. I didn't know about that. It's cool to kind of inject that kind of historical stuff in there. Yeah. I think he, um, he also, you know, named him OJ because that was a huge spectacle. Like, the OJ yeah. Uh, yeah. That was a media spectacle. Like, people went insane. That's um, a good point, yeah. Yeah, I, I saw a TikTok. This girl was talking about the names, and she also brought up, like, Emerald. Her name was Emerald because, the, like, Wizard of Oz was a huge deal, too. And that was, like, the Emerald City. Um, just, I guess, Ooh. I don't know. Maybe that one's a little bit of a reach, but, like, it was a big, you know, it was a big deal. It was in, when they, it was in color and stuff back in the day. Um, that's just, like, one theory someone had. I like that a lot. Uh, and I was gonna yeah. say, like, the movie literally ends with, um, I'm not a horse expert, but I'm pretty sure it's OJ riding a Bronco at the end. Right. <laughs> so it's like, kind of on the nose, but yeah, kind of, kind of fun. That's kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think little, like, little things like that that are like, you know, um, fun to figure out and latch on to once you've once you've seen the movie not something that you're going to catch on the first go around but please skip ahead approximately one minute and 11 seconds to avoid spoilers for a certain section of the movie oh dude can we talk about the scene where he's in the ranch and you think there's the uh the three little guys coming after him that scared the shit out of me. I'm oh not my god! Lie. I was like, "What is happening right now?" Like, they're like halfway through this shit. <laughs> yeah, uh, that. Even though I was like suspicious, I was like, "Is this really happening right now? This early?" Um, right. And once once he like punched one of the, I was like, "Okay, wait, <laughs> like, right, what's going on here?" Um. And oh my god, when he's like when it's when's rounding the corner and he has it he he has like the, his phone out and it just holds on that for like 10 20 seconds, I'm like I'm clenching, dude. Like he's I'm like he's like, like, he's like nope, I'm getting out of here. <laughs> which I mean, he didn't, but like <laughs> right. Enough. I don't think he I don't think he he bailed enough. I think he should have just turned around and Dude, I would have been out of there so fucking fast. I would not have found out that they were little kids. (laughs) Yeah, I wouldn't have told anybody ever. (laughs) Would have been like, uh, yep, no one's going to believe me. So, Yep, never going to that building again. Yeah, and also, um, the the Best Buy guy, Angel. Oh, yeah. Gotta love him. Yeah. What a little heartthrob. Mm-hmm. What was like that? I'll, I'll watch for my home. No, nah, you're good. Don't do that. No, no, I'll do it. I'll do it. Don't worry. Yeah, l- 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 really little little funny character interactions. Just like a really fun group of characters that like, you know, the cinematographer guy too, whose name I don't remember, but just like his name was Antlers. Antlers. Oh yeah. my god, yeah. These names. Yeah. I think um, someone was also trying to argue that his name was Antlers and it was a callback to get out with the the deer head on the pole. I was like, maybe. I don't know about that. Maybe. Yeah, it's like one of those things where it's like, there's things in this where you could like, is that a reach? But mm-hmm. cause like, I'm like, I'm like, it's like, okay, it's a callback, but like, why? <laughs> Be honest. Yeah. What it probably is, is he probably just likes deer. And so he likes to make references <laughs> to them often. Yeah. 
I like deer too. So I get it. Well, it's like, I do that in, like in my book, like I, there's several things in there that I've like made references to or whatever. That's just because I like that thing. Not even. <laughs> yeah. You know what? And that's something that like signifies like what I think a lot of like film Twitter and like letterbox type people like about this movie is that it's just like, sometimes things are just cool. Put it in cause it's cool. Right. Uh, and I, I enjoy that philosophy. It's kind of the same thing about Elvis, you know, it's like, it, it can it can, it can still mean something, but like at the same time, like not everything has to mean something. You well, someone's life, you know, like if you like something, it means. But yeah, everything means something to someone, yeah. and yeah, I think movies like these like kind of help me have helped me understand that you know this year especially. We now bring you to the roasting of Logan Paul portion of this program, which does contain some spoilers for Nope. So if this is it for you, have a good rest of your day. Nope is one of the worst movies I've seen in a long time. I love Jordan Peele and Kiki Palmer can act her ass off, but this movie is objectively slow and confusing with stretched themes that don't justify the pace. A thread. Okay, so spoilers for this part. Um... It's not hard to conceptualize something disturbing. A trained chimp goes animalistic and mauls an entire set, or a UFO devours anything in its path. It is hard to sensibly tie it to the plot, which was done remarkably poor here. A series of questions. Dot, dot, dot. Yeah, I don't know. Hold, fucking... Listen, number one. No one was curious how a quarter shot through a man's face and killed him? Or why a key was lodged in the backside of the horse he was riding? Wait. <laughs> um, they they definitely uh, were curious. Gravity, first of all. <laughs> okay. Coming down from the sky. Like, I don't know. Well, why is that why is that the part? I think that, I don't think that's what he meant, but it comes off that like he's just questioning. Like, does he mean like the like, audience? Because like we find out why at the end of the movie. Like, yeah. And they like they give it they give an answer early on where it's like oh they assumed it was like an airplane that like dropped right. some goods or something like. Yeah. Like either the either way how you ask it, like they gave an answer. They gave an in movie answer, like, and then uh, the real answer later. So I don't I don't understand that question. What was he like tweeting this while watching the movie? And he's just like everything that happens. He's like, is no one curious about this? But it's like just wait, just wait for them. No, this this seems it seems like he's being sincere. Like this was after the fact. Yeah. 